coffee and your Bible. Tuesday, October the 4th, 2022, and this is Daybreak Live with Vanessa. Hey, praise the Lord, guys. We're going to sing an old song called I'd Rather Be. It really goes right along with the scriptures uh, that we've been reading about, the sixth trumpet. So I think it does anyway. It's old, old bluegrass song. Some people still they cheat and lie for wealth and what it will buy. But don't they know? Come judgment day, that gold and silver will melt. You had a great weekend. I really, we had a great weekend. We had good service at the courthouse, Smith County Courthouse, on Saturday, Church Without Walls, and people came up from the outside, and, and uh, we were a witness to those driving by, and uh, I thought we had a wonderful service. I enjoyed it very much. Then we were at Faith Free Will Baptist in Manchester, Tennessee, on Sunday. Really enjoyed being with them for their homecoming. We had a great time. It's just been a great, wonderful weekend, and uh, I praise the Lord for that. I hope you had a good weekend as well, and we're going to be diving back in now to 
the book of Revelation. Now, we got a lot of things coming up at CWOW, C-W-O-W-T-N.com. Encourage you to always, if you're interested in what we're doing, keep your eyes on our website. Let me get some things changed over here. Uh, keep your eyes over on our website. And uh, we've got an events calendar. I think it's just called Calendar. And on that calendar, you can kind of keep up with what we're doing, where we're going to be, or at least what big event we're going to be doing. The uh, ta Tabernacles is coming up. And during Tabernacles, we're going to have a church camp. And uh, during that church camp, we're going to have three community meals. And you can sign up for a community meal if you're within driving distance and you want to come be with us. Today is the last day to sign up. It's October the 4th and uh, to register RSVP and uh, and get that and taken care of. Yeah. Yeah. Covering cost of groceries. That's why the deadline's today because we're Right. We have to know how many we have. Uh, we, I mean, we know, already know we've got a good uh, a good community group that's going to be eating together and uh, but we need to know how many we have because that's going to determine how much groceries we buy we're trying to figure out how much it'll cost so there we go thank you for being with us here on daybreak this morning we're going to jump right into the scriptures now and uh, we're in the book of Revelation starting chapter 10 today and let's recap we're going to recap just a little just because it's important now the, I we sang that song this morning because how we ended, Revelation chapter 9 says, But the rest of mankind who were not killed by these plagues did not repent of the works of their hands that they should not worship demons, idols of gold, silver, brass, stone, wood, which can neither see nor hear nor walk. And that's one of the reasons I chose that song this morning. What good is gold and silver too? If your heart's not good, and kind and true all of these things in this world that we think is so important brothers and sisters are going to burn up they will not help us in the next life Jesus Yeshua said to us lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven how do you lay up treasures in heaven by living for him here on earth that's how you lay up treasures in heaven you're not taking gold with you. You're not taking retirements with you. They're not going with you to the other side, brothers and sisters. The only treasure you're going to have on the other side is your obedience, your loving obedience to the Lord. You're going to be rewarded for that on the other side. And Jesus says to lay up treasures there. So he entices his disciples, his followers. He says, look, don't lay up treasures here. Lay up treasures there. And so if Jesus tells us to do it, it must be very, very important. So that being said, we'll quickly go over as we get into chapter 10. We just want to quickly go over these again. So these are trumpets. These trumpets are blown. The first trumpet, trumpet number one, the vegetation is struck. Trumpet number two is blown and the seas are struck. Trumpet number three is sounded and the fresh water is struck. Trumpet number four sounds and the heavens are struck. And all these are environmental things. Grass, trees, right? Waters of the seas, ships destroyed. 
and then fresh water, rivers, streams, springs. Then the heavens are struck, and so now the day is not shining like it's supposed to or normally does, and all this stuff is happening. Then we get to the fifth, the sounding of the fifth trumpet. When the fifth shofar sounds, something he describes that looked like some kind of demonic locust from the pit of hell rises up. He sees the smoke come out. He says this, this angel come out, and this angel's name is Destroyer. However, however, these locusts or whatever these beings are, torment men for five months. They're not allowed to kill anybody. We have talked about this over and over, but what is the purpose? The purpose is repent, repent, repent. World, creation, God says repent. Time is running out. Time is running out. So that's four, five months. Then the sixth trumpet sounds. The sixth Shofar blows, and he sees four angels that are bound in the river Euphrates. Now, my opinion, bound angels, if they have been bound, then they were not good angels. And they are set loose. River Euphrates, that runs from Turkey down through Iraq, dumps into the Persian Gulf. That's the area. When they are set loose, it appears that they stir up a war. Now, why do I... Why did I label that the demon army that kills a third of mankind? Well, who is it that wants to steal, kill, and destroy? It's Satan. And so this, to me, anytime somebody just decides, I'm taking over your land, you know, I don't care if it's Putin, I don't care who it is. You know, when, when, a, when a government decides... We're taking over somebody else's land. We're going to kill people. That's demonic to me. That's demonic to me. Well, at the sounding of the sixth trumpet, which is the second woe, a terrible war ensues, and a third of mankind is killed. Now, even if you don't go with the figures I gave you last week, even if you just say, right now, you know, what's a third of mankind? And here's... There, we've never had a world war that has taken that many lives. So what's going to happen when that when that takes place? There's confusion going now. Now remember this. As we get into chapter 10, and we are going to get into chapter 10, but I'm encouraging you now, if you remember last week, I want you to read these things before we get on here. So you go ahead and read them, then we'll just go through them. But I want to turn back to Matthew chapter 24 just quickly. Jesus says, when they ask him about all these things, he said, look, because I don't go back and forth a lot. If I, if I went back to every single reference that Revelation was making in the Bible, we would never get through the book of Revelation. It would be so long. But, but just remember that Jesus, Yeshua, is saying, take heed that no one deceives you. Many will come in my name, saying I am Christ, and deceive many. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you're not troubled. All these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines. 
There will be pestilences. There will be earthquakes in various places. So remember, all these are the beginning of sorrows. And just to say, wars and rumors of wars doesn't mean that the end is here, though it does begin to signal that we're living in the end, especially if you if you put on a chart earthquakes, you know what you would see if you since they've been measuring earthquakes, you would see an increase in frequency and an increase in strength in earthquakes. Why? It's a sign. What do you think hurricanes are? They're signs. They're signs that the earth is dying. That we're moving towards the end. It seems like they get worse and stronger, doesn't it? And you know, and I take that from Luke because Luke says the waves and the seas roaring. And so all of these things do not signal the end, but Jesus gave us signals of the end, and that's what we've been studying. So remember, John is receiving this from the Lord. Now, John was with the Lord before he was crucified, and Matthew 24 records what Jesus said before he went to the cross. So John heard those things as well, and now here in the book of Revelation, John is writing this testimony as Jesus is explaining in more depth the things that are going to happen. And he's he's pulling back the veil, if you will. He's letting John see and write for us what he wants us to know. Now, there are things that he doesn't want us to know. We'll see that in chapter 10. So when we get to the blowing of the sixth trumpet, which is the second woe, and you just heard of a third of mankind dying. Now we get to what is called, again, a parenthetical section. So we were chronological, and now it's, it's, it's an angelic explanation. It's like, okay, let's explain what's going on now. We went in succession, boom, 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 and it's like, okay, let's explain some things that's happening. And he sees in this vision... And what we have in the chapter division is chapter 10. And as I say this all the time, remember, there were no chapters and verses. This was one letter. But we get here, and it says, if, it says, okay, there's a lot of confusion going on. There's a lot of confusion going on on the earth. By Jesus' testimony, there's a lot of false prophets with false messages all around the world, right? Who do you believe? What are people going to believe? And we know with the killing of the third of mankind that John hears and sees that they didn't repent. They're not repenting yet. God is trying to pull mankind to repentance, and they are not repenting of their murders, of their fornication, of their thefts, of their demon worship. They're not repenting. And so now he sees a vision, chapter 10, verse 1. What does John see? He sees. I saw still, he's watching, and then he sees, remember, he's seeing all this death, all this carnage, and then he sees this mighty angel, and we're going to learn about this angel, that he puts one foot on the sea and one foot on the earth. That's a big angel. So in this vision, it truly is a mighty angel. Let's read. Chapter 10, verse 1. I saw still another mighty angel coming down, from heaven, clothed with a cloud, with a rainbow on his head. His face was like the sun. His feet was like pillars of fire, right? Well, 
just so he's clothed with a cloud. Number one, he's got a rainbow. Where did we see the rainbow? Around the throne of God. His face was like the sun. What's that a picture of? God. His feet are like pillars of fire. Pillars of fire. What led the children through the wilderness? Pillars of fire. What did the apostle say? That pillar was Jesus. Okay. He had a little book open in his hand. He set his foot, right foot on the sea, his left foot on the land, and he cried with a loud voice as when a lion roars. So as he cries, it's like the sounding of the roaring of a lion. Let's stop there just a second. What does this tell us about this mighty angel? This mighty angel, by the descriptions upon this angel, is a direct representative. We're supposed to see the very messenger of the Lord in this angel. This angel is representing the Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. With the cloud, the sun, the rainbow, the pillars of fire, this is representing the Lord, our God. This angel is standing, it's as if this mighty angel is a messenger representing God and he's making a declaration, okay? In other words, he is definitely, directly commissioned by the Lord and he's representing the Lord in what he does and what he says. So what he says, the Lord is saying. He's giving the voice. He's giving the message of the Lord. Now, look at this. In chapter 3, when he when he roars. Now, one thing also, he had an open book in his hand. Now, what does that suggest? That is suggesting to us this, because there's open books, there's closed books. An open book in his hand suggests that it's even possible that it was read to John. Now, it doesn't say it's read to John, but it's an open book. It's not a closed book. And so that's a picture that whatever's in it is open to John. But look in verse 3, it says, He cried with a loud voice as when a lion roars. Now, listen to this. When he cried out, seven thunders uttered their voices. Now, this is cool. Look at verse 4. Now, when the seven thunders uttered their voices... I was about to write. Stop. If John was about to write, John understood the prophetic message of the seven thunders. Does that make sense? When seven thunders uttered their voice and John said, oh, and when he heard them, so he heard them, that means they were messages. So we could say they're in time prophetic messages that are released at this time after the blowing of the shofar, the sixth trumpet. There are seven prophetic messages that are released. John hears them and goes, oh. So he picks up his book and he's about to write. That means he understood it. It was a message that John understood. But then, as I was about to write, I was about to write, but I heard a voice from heaven saying to me, seal up 
the things which the seven thunders uttered and do not write them. Here's what that tells us. God has things he wants us to know. John is writing this book called the book of Revelation. And in this book, God is revealing to us a story, a vision that God wants us to know. There are other things that we see that are coming that God will reveal in the time. So if we are alive or if our children or grandchildren are alive during this time, so if it's in our time or our grandkids' time or our great-grandkids' time, whenever this comes, these messages will be known. But for now, they are sealed. Don't write them. And the point is, the point that I get from this is that God is going to dispel the confusion. There's a lot of things going to be happening when a third of mankind is killed. A lot of confusion on the earth. People don't understand what's going on. Well, God is going to help people to understand. God is merciful. He's full of compassion. And even in his judgments, he withholds and brings compassion. And in the midst of judgments, he's still calling out. The very fact that it says they didn't repent means they're being called to repent. But they won't repent. And then he sees this mighty angel and he's standing on the sea, he's standing on the land. What a vision, what a spectacular vision this is. And he's got an open book in his hand. And then he describes him as like, okay, this guy is standing in for, he's representing our Lord, and he's standing in for our Lord. This messenger angel is a mighty angel. And then when he cries out, he utters his voice, these thunders, thunder, and their messages that John hears and he's going to write, but then he said, don't write them. In other words, they're not for now. Just, just like the book of Daniel. Daniel was told, seal up the book, Daniel, for it's for the time of the end. There's things that Daniel wrote about that will not be understood until the time of the end. Till that time, people will read them, will think about them, but then we'll be scratching our head and going, hmm, I don't get it. It's the same thing. Same thing, okay? But we know this. God will help mankind. God will help people. God will utter messages still to the people trying to call them to repent. And, then, and here's another thing it makes me think of. And I didn't jot the scripture down. And I can't remember exactly where it is. It says, The secret things belong unto the Lord. But the things that are revealed, they are for us and our children. Why? So that we will glorify and love the Lord. Hallelujah. Okay. Look at the time. Okay. Deuteronomy 29, 29. The secret things belong unto the Lord, but the things that are revealed, they are for us and for our children. That we may follow all the words of this law. Amen. And so we'll end right there. I was about to write, I heard a voice from heaven saying, seal up the things which the seven thunders uttered. Do not write them. And that brings us to verse five. We will start with that tomorrow as he swears the mystery is over there's no turning back now everything's going to come to completion everything that the prophets wrote 
way back here, everything's going to come to completion now. And everybody's going to understand it. And there's going to be a shift in the world, a change in the world. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. So I hope this has been a blessing to you. I hope it's something you'll be able to, to, to think out. And remember, as we, uh, as we close, remember, we, are, we, we believe the Bible. We believe the Bible. And where, where we don't know for sure what the Bible means, we're not dogmatic, right? Don't be dogmatic and don't argue over it. It's good. What's your opinion? Oh, okay. What's your opinion? But the other things that are very clear and easy to understand, and as I say this over and over, everything we need to know to be obedient to our king and to live a life that's pleasing to him is easily understood in the Bible. And there are some hard things that's to understand. If they're open to interpretation, then we can debate them. That's cool. That's okay. But the message is the, always the same. God is sovereign. God's in control. Judgment day is coming. Be ready. Judgment day is coming. Be ready. I hope everyone that listens to this daybreak broadcast is ready. I don't care if you're listening to it 7 o'clock tonight or you come across it and it's been months since this thing has been uploaded because I know some people say I've watched one from a year ago. I pray that your heart is ready, that you know the Lord, and if you don't know the Lord, just look, faith, turn to the Lord in faith and repent, receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior in your own way, in your own words, repent and put your trust in Him, receiving Jesus as your Lord, as your Savior, and as your King, and be saved. Yeah, Amen? What a great day. Be saved. Be ready. So you don't have to worry about it. And I don't I don't worry about any of this. I don't worry about it. I'm ready. I hope you're ready. I don't have to worry about this. Hallelujah. Okay? Oh, come on, wife. We will pray and get off here in just a second. All right. So yes. Pray, pray, pray. And Yom Kippur begins this evening at sunset. Goes twenty-five hours. I think it starts at like 6.17 tonight or something like that by mm -hmm. our time schedule. Um, so all over the world, there are going to be people fasting and praying, uh, many of which do not know Yeshua, Jesus, as their Messiah. Yeah. So what a great day to Pray understand. Pray for Israel. Pray for Jerusalem. What a great day to understand the true day of atonement and that... Um, he is, he is the propitiation for our sins. He Amen. is the one who came to save us. Amen. So let's be sure to give him honor and glory, especially um, this day as we pray for Israel. Amen, amen. And this is why I wear this necklace. This is in the shape of Israel. The little blue dot in the middle is Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. And I pray for the peace of Jerusalem. You know when you pay, pray for the peace of Jerusalem, what you're praying for? Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Yeshua. Because so, Yeshua is the peace of Jerusalem. And in our day. When he returns, yeah? So we're praying. Even so, come, Lord Jesus. Come quickly. Lord, save your people. Lord, as Day of Atonement comes, and as many people are thinking about the Book of Life, this is where the Book of Life comes from. It's the Day of Atonement. And people will say, may your name be inscribed in the Book of Life. And in their mind, it's inscribed in the Book of Life for another year. One year. But Lord, you put us in the book of life for eternity. 
And we praise you that our name is written in the book. If anybody listening to this broadcast, their name is not in the book of life. God, we pray that it is now in the book of life. They'll put their trust and faith in you, yes. in Jesus' name, that their names will not be blotted out of the book. Amen. Amen. Say Jerusalem, Lord. Save them in Jesus' name, Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Let's say the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. 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 Love you guys. Love you, love you, love you. Thank Blessings. you. Blessings. See you mañana. Yeah. See you tomorrow. Bye.